Hey everyone, welcome to a cognitive variety show that gets you thinking in a world that doesn't want you to. My name is Trey Jordan, and this is for your use over time. Okay, we're back for episode two. I feel like we uh, we didn't really do much of a launch for episode one. We sort of announced it, you know, and just kind of wanted to see what it would do organically, um, which I can tell you was not much, <laughs> you know. But I want to know. I want. I want to know the baseline performance. If if it's uh, if it's ten to twelve listens, hey. I'm good. I want to know what the baseline performance of this thing is before we have to start putting any real marketing and advertising to it. Because I don't really want to market and advertise it. I just want it to be there, you know. I hope someone finds it. All right, so the last time we talked about bias and uh, our closing thought was we asked our listeners to put together, uh, maybe just consider some of their biases. And I really wanted to follow up from another article from Robert Evans Wilson Jr. because in his previous uh, article, Cognitive Bias, The Loose Screw. He talked about critical thinking, and I thought this would be a good, we'll, we'll build on this. We'll build on this. So, I love the, the uh, you have no excuse for not thinking critically. Scrutinizing skullduggery, artifice, and malarkey is easier than ever. Malarkey is probably one of my favorite words. All right, the key points to this are a new story triggering your emotions is a red flag indicating that you need to think critically and investigate the story's veracity. Point two, instead of letting other people think for you, do your own research and form your own opinions. Point three, examine the motivation and any potential bias of the person spreading the story and look up facts using multiple sources. A few years ago, I noticed a small growth on my eyelid. Over time, use over time, look at there. Oh, that little nod. It continued to grow. It developed an odd shape that was dark in color and looked something like a cross between a mole and a wart. I was concerned that it might be skin cancer, so I went to see my dermatologist. After examining it, she told me that it was not cancer. That was a relief, but then she added that while it was benign, it was in a location that she could not treat. She said that it would continue to grow and that at some point I would need to have an eye surgeon remove it. Ugh. He puts, ugh, U-G-H, ugh, you know, like, great. I just think it's funny when people put that stuff in articles, ugh, you know. After several months of watching it grow, I decided to do an online search for natural methods to remove skin growth. I found a woman who said she was able to remove skin tags and moles from her face by soaking cotton balls in apple cider vinegar, then taping them over the growths and leaving them in place for several hours. Clearly, I couldn't tape a soggy cotton ball full of vinegar over my eyes, so that was out. After giving it some thought, I decided to try something similar. I dipped a Q-tip, cotton swab, and apple cider vinegar, and then used it to carefully paint the vinegar over the growth on my eyelid. I couldn't get the swab too wet, or the vinegar would get in my eye and burn. I did this twice a day for about a month, then decided nothing was happening, and that I was wasting my time, so I quit. Sort of like me in push-ups. <laughs> Nothing's happening. <laughs> What's going on here? Where's the chest muscles? Used to have them. I'm a quitter. No, I'm just kidding. All right. Then about two weeks later, I noticed that the growth had gotten even darker. It was now hard and crusty to the touch. My first thought was that it was getting worse. But a few days later, to my surprise, the whole thing fell off. There was nothing but fresh, clean skin where the growth had been. Lesson learned. 
there may be an alternative solution to your problem than the one you know. Useful knowledge is at your fingertips. One summer, I went to pressure wash my patio, but my pressure washer wasn't working. I called a repair shop, and the owner quoted me a price to fix it that was nearly the same as the cost of a new one. I then went on to YouTube and looked up small engine repairs. After a few minutes, I found one that resolved my problem, and I was able to fix my pressure washer for 7 bucks. The world is at our fingertips, if we only look. On the internet, I've learned how to tune my bicycle, diagnose problems with my car, and much more. I'm going to pause. What's something you've learned on the internet recently? I had to fix my car. Yeah, how to fix the car? Yeah. Heck yeah. That's a big one. That is a that's, huge one. I think that's, that's a one huge that, one that people would really just kind of overlook because facing an automobile is just—it's a scary thing. Yeah, they think it's like a daunting task, yeah. but it's really not. It's really not. You just have to make sure you do things correctly. Correctly, <laughs> correctly. It's very important. Your car <laughs> won't crank if you do this incorrectly. Or it will, and it'll just. Yeah. It may explode. It might blow up. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. you have to put those disclaimers on those YouTube yeah. videos. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But I think that, that that's a big thing is just the DIY movement. That's yeah, huge. And just showing people that, hey. You don't, you, you don't need to spend to, to all spend. of this money all yeah. of the time. You can even learn how to play the piano. Mm-hmm. Pretty much anything you want to know, you can begin learning from information online, including finding out whether or not someone is telling you the truth. Mm. Now we're getting into the meat and taters. Well, that's, that's a big one, too, because you can look into... Oh, yeah. Things that normally I know back back when I was I was coming up, you know, you had the if you want to do any kind of research, to the library. To the library. To the library. That's it. People don't go to the library anymore. That's such know? a shame. And uh, you know but, how I feel about the library. Yeah. Me like the library. But at the same time, it's kind of a double-edged sword because now things have been transposed to the internet. Yeah. And you can read all these documents without. That's even true. Having to go really research what did I and fine tune your search. What was that one I read? Like when they, some of the declassified documents, you know, on the UFOs, which is always fun. And then, oh man, there was one. We watched that show, The Y Files. It's so funny. Oh gosh, she was talking about astral projection or something. And it's some of these things that you just grow up thinking that no one would take these ideas serious. And it turns out, the U.S. government takes these things very serious. Very serious. And I don't know if any of it's true. But it's still very interesting that, you know, that they, they look at these things as options. All right, so here we go. Bad players take advantage of your ignorance. We've all gotten an email from a Nigerian prince who wants to give us millions of dollars. I know. Nigerian prince. Or heard an extraordinary argument from a flat earther. I have heard some extraordinary arguments from flat earthers. Um, I don't believe them. But I have heard some good ones. And and for the sake of argument, I have to give Flat Earthers credit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, dude, that's uh, it's impressive. Uh, let's see. Or gotten a scam phone call from someone claiming to be from the IRS, Social Security, or Microsoft. It seems that we're being lied to all of the time, even from sources we used to trust. These days, you need to question a purveyor of information's motivation to discover their bias or agenda. We've all heard about fake news, but how do you know if what you've heard is false? One way is to evaluate the story for rhetorical fallacies and propaganda techniques. See my previous articles, Protect Yourself from Verbal Sleight of Hand and Propaganda Till You Puke. We'll have to read those too. Yeah. This guy's good. This guy's good. 
Watch out for these red flags. The easiest way to suspect the veracity of a story is if it triggers you emotionally. Does the story make you feel angry, afraid, anxious, depressed, ecstatic, or excited? If so, then you should consider your inflamed emotion to be a red flag for potential fake news. When your emotions are impacted by a story, it probably needs further investigation to determine the truth. See, that's, that's one of those, it's a filmmaking technique. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Films, you're eliciting response. You know what I mean? Like, news shouldn't be doing that. News should just be delivering the facts. They so you, should. They should, obviously. They should. But yeah, once I start seeing all that stuff, and you know how I am, man, I'm not... I laugh at Fox and CNN. I mean, I, that's episode two. That's two episodes in a row where I have talked. They're, they're just hilarious to me at this point. Like the and and, and a lot of that it's, you go it's back. So far one way and it's it's, so, far it's so one exactly. It's just like this is insanity. And I like the protect yourself from verbal sleight of hand because you can see and I and I, obviously we're familiar with some of these techniques, but you can see so much sleight of hand that gets used. I've heard sleight of hand. Um, again, biases basically, and, and just sort of building on some of these biases that they just they just gloss right over. You know, they're making argument after argument on bias after bias after bias. And so, like, if bias becomes the standard, then what you know, you when you challenge bias, it just seems awkward and bizarre to people. You know, mm-hmm. it's like layers to lies, man. Watch out for these red flags. The easiest way, so we got that. When your emotions are impacted by a story, it probably needs further investigation. Uh, this especially is, uh, excuse me, this is especially likely if the story treads on any societal taboo topics such as sex, religion, or politics. Here we are. That's the three. That's it, man. Those are the three things you just can't talk about. You can't yeah, talk about you're gonna, those you're things. Such, like, oh my backlash. gosh, such a backlash. I mean, think about sex ed growing up, man. Mm-hmm. They didn't want to teach you about sex. They just wanted to scare the death out of you, mm-hmm. or scare you to death you know, to not have it. Okay, great. But like, how am I, what am I supposed to do if like, if I want to have it and all of a sudden I'm just like sweating it. I'm sweating. Oh my God, I'm evil. What do I do? I want to have sex. No, it's actually pretty natural. We just need to learn how to control the urge, dude. Is there a wow factor to the story? If it makes you think, wow, that's incredible or that's unbelievable, then it probably is. Another red flag is if you feel like you're being pressured or pushed into doing something that makes you feel uncomfortable or that you don't want to do. What is the motivation behind the person or organization pressuring you? Is there a money trail? Follow the money. That's it. Duh, it's pretty easy. You know what I mean? Like, let's be honest. We're acting like money doesn't. Follow the money. Who cut the check? That's all I'm saying. Who cut the check? Are you only hearing one side of a story? Is there another side? Do the research and find out. For example, in war, the victors get to write the history books, or at least spin the facts in their favor. I have a friend who, in the days before the internet, used a shortwave radio receiver to listen to news from other countries in order to get more balanced information. Today, you can get news from all over the world, easily on your computer. We have definitely seen that. You know, definitely seen some... I just think it's silly. I, I have to be honest with you. I think it's really silly that some of these news sources just continue to not address their own garbage like we're doing this now there's thousands of people doing this now you know what i mean yeah and they just maintain that all of these other thousands of people with all of their different perspectives and information or access to information all of us are lying but they're not you know what i mean yeah like they're not lying like we're reading the same stuff 
We're seeing the same things and we're coming to conclusions as groups independent of the mainstream that says, the mainstream just this is not right. And they just keep, keep the bludgeoning you with they stuff like that. Fear. It's fear. It's fear, 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 fear. And again, going back to, does it make you feel some sort of strong emotional response to what you hear? It's a lie. Bunch of liars. Bunch of old. That's it. I had an employer who told me I wasn't allowed to discuss my salary with other employees. Again, there's one of those Why? Who says? Why can't I? Of course not. I might have found out I was being paid less and asked for a raise. When subjects are not allowed to be discussed, the truth cannot be discovered, and perhaps that is the point. Choices and alternatives constitute freedom. Is someone making you believe you do not have a choice? You always have a choice. There are always alternatives, just like I discovered with the treatment for the growth on my eyelid. The internet has made the ability to examine and analyze issues available to everyone. We all have access to the same information if we only bother to explore. Learn to question authority and challenge the status quo. Ask questions like, why does it have to be this way? Is there a substitute? Can we try something different? Fake news begets fake fact checkers. Mm. Sadly, because of their political leaning, you can't trust online fact checkers to do your critical thinking for you. It's, it's literally, yeah. right? <laughs> fact checkers don't operate for free, which means most of them are financially supported by members of partisan factions. Those factions have agendas that influence the fact checkers' objectivity and destroy their credibility. It's like, look, the thing about it is speaking out against fact checkers. Dude, no one's saying that you're just bold-faced, which maybe they are, but like, I mean, some of them, give us the chance to just did. give, yeah, some, a yeah, a did. lot of them did. Like, give, them, give people just the chance to question it without acting like they are. You know, you. you're demonized yeah. for asking questions. That's a bad place to be. And I, and that goes for everything. Like, me and you know, we've discussed it politically. Like, I am open to so many arguments. But you got to be willing to make the argument. You know what I mean? I will entertain anything if, as long as somebody is willing to contend for their ideas. I have so much respect. Like, flat earthers. I don't believe flat earthers. But I have a lot of respect for people that are willing to contend for those ideas. You know what I mean? Because... At least they have faith in it. But again, you, you can't manipulate people with these things. You, you, you just can't. Research the financial backers of the various fact checkers. Some will be nonprofit organizations, which means you'll have to dig and hunt for who is financing those as well. Most of us don't have time to probe that deep. It's easier just to, to assume that all of them are biased. I think that's uh, something that society has actually put in play Oh yeah. Because everybody's just a work Dude, slave to sowing seeds of doubt. Well, I mean, we're just, like what do you do? We just all have so many responsibilities to live and Oh yeah. Just we have to have X amount of dollars to pay for our rent or our mortgage and our electricity and our water. Some things that should just be like naturally Yes. Life, like like, water. like dude, like Coca-Cola bottles water and sells it at a, at a profit. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, come on. You're but, like we, we've, we've been conditioned just to legitimately live in our bubble as, oh, we got to work, we make money, we go home. That's it. We spend the money, and we do it again. So there's legitimately no time for research, for study, for for understanding what the facts are. Yeah, there's no, there's really no internal, be. like, reflection. Yeah. It's just, you just, it's easier to, you know, Chalk it up take it at face value. Yeah. Okay, hey, you know. See, we get the, you see a lot of that in marketing and branding. 
I mean, we think about why do we need political pundits? Why do we need people? Well, people have to trust one another. It happens in relationship, you know? You develop relationships with those people on screens. You don't realize it, but you do. And they, they lean on that relationship to manipulate you, you know? Well, he wouldn't lie to me, or she wouldn't lie to me, or he wouldn't. Well, yeah, they would. Yeah, they would. They would lie to you. If you are getting your news from social media, you need to know that social media sites also suppress stories. Subscribe to several social media sites in order to get a variety of news and opinion. That's why I do Substack. Substack is such an awesome platform. And I, obviously, we're not getting paid by Substack. We have 10 viewers. You know, They don't want to pay us for our 10 viewers. But let me tell you, Substack is awesome. And you will get, you'll get all kinds of information from all sort of, you know, however they lean politically, religiously, spiritually, sexually, whatever, I, you'll get all kinds of those perspectives, you know, and it does give those, it, it protects ideas, which I really like. Ignorance is not bliss. I freed a thousand slaves. I could have freed a thousand more if only they knew they were slaves, is a quote attributed, and perhaps incorrectly, to Harriet Tubman. Whether she said it or not, it still serves as an apt aphorism for many people in today's world. If you don't know you're oppressed, then you can't be liberated. Today, there is no reason to be uninformed anymore. Become a critical thinking investigator today and liberate yourself from fake news, propaganda, indoctrination, and scams. You'll be happy you did. Oh, for one, I didn't know that that was going to go that direction, which I think is cool. Like I said, we just read these things. We just throw it out there, and we'll find somebody else. And I, uh, I like that one. I yeah, like that. I like it's that. our runtime. Seventeen minutes, man. That's an easy. That's an easy episode, dude. Yeah. Wow, we can go. We can go eat a ham sandwich. <laughs> we got so much time. Well, what do you think as far as closing thoughts? I definitely want to go to. Um, I definitely want to go to the other article that he was talking about. And you know what? Maybe we should try to get this guy on the show one day. Maybe. You know? Let's see. What if we can get him here? Protect yourself from verbal sleight of hand. You know, I was looking at his stuff. He's a he's a really well-known copywriter. He's written copy for a lot of good companies back in like magazine ads and stuff like that. So um, he obviously knows how language works. I mean, copywriters are very important. Protect yourself from verbal sleight of hand. That's what we'll read next time. So next episode, that's what we'll talk about. Verbal sleight of hand. And um, I guess our closing thought on this one can be... Where do you get your news from? Yeah, where do you get your news from? Like, are you just beholden to these obviously terrible news sources? Are you taking things at face value? Face value, I would never never judge a book by its cover, right? You got a lot of covers over there. Got lots of covers. Got a lot of covers. Lots of, lots of covers. What are we reading today, anyhow? Let's see. I've got, um, I don't know. I got, I got lots. I'm trying to see one that was, uh, oh, let me tell you, Kate DiCamillo. Mio, I don't know how to say her name, but she did The Magician's Elephant. It's on Netflix now. That's a fun movie. Great book. Fun movie. So there's my movie suggestion. Um, and I don't know. Well, probably those rabid children (laughs) running around in the hall. They have no respect. Why does my dad get to film a podcast? Why does he get to record a podcast? Well, yeah. Okay, that's it. 
That's episode two. In the books, right? Maybe? Yeah? yeah. yeah. We're good? So. Upload it? Yeah. Just let people... Let them know. Just let them know. <laughs> let them know. This is what you're getting, y'all. <laughs> episode two. We ain't no scholars. <laughs> it's just us. Two guys having fun. Just two guys having fun reacting to articles that we know y'all fools ain't reading. No, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. All right. See you for episode three. Peace. Peace.